Hi, hola, bonjour. Welcome to Echelle's Dream Space. I'm glad you picked this episode. I'm sure it will have at least one message for you. The aim of this podcast is to provide different perspectives and practical tools that you may also find useful as you explore your inner realm. And we're on. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Michelle's Dream Space. Today, we're with Siobhan. Hello, hi. Siobhan. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we haven't done a podcast together, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's been like, what, four months? Oh, already. Wow. Time flies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this year. My gosh, it's like almost over. I still can't believe we're almost in December in a few days. Yeah, I don't really feel that attached to time anymore. But um... <laughs> Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that in a sense, like um, everyone's getting crazy about the Christmas shit and I, I, I could be in March, I don't even know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, for me, we're, we're still in September, you know, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, but... Uh... This year has been oh, quite the ride, and we actually are going to touch on some subjects that we recently discovered together, and we're so excited to share. <laughs> yeah, so, well, first of all, let's touch on, uh, the main topic is false memories. So what are false memories, and why are, are they generated? Where do they come from? Hmm. This has many explanations, and in psychology, they say that it can be because of some trauma, so post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, depression. And so it's like the mind finds ways to, I guess, channel this these feelings without really remembering exactly what happened sometimes or mm. just creating yeah, images around that, that fear or some sort of emotion that's very painful or difficult to look at. Uh, there could also be some sort of fear uh, regarding other things, not necessarily because of a trauma, but uh, for example, let's say you have a fear of of men, you know, and then you're creating this memory of that's what I that's what I thought my memory that I'm going to share in a bit came from is like, oh, that's probably why I created this false memory of falling off a horse, because horses uh, will sometimes represent male energy. And uh, in psychology, that's how they like Freud explains it that way. So I equated it to that. and like, oh, that's probably where my fear of men comes from like and I create well I created this memory because that's how I can explain to myself like why I feel this and so yeah that's like the psychological perspective but then there's also a more multi-dimensional perspective that we want to share and one of them I had I thought about it like a few years ago and I, I also had that explanation for another false memory uh, or it's not even a false memory it's just this feeling of like having a car accident and feeling very fearful when cars get too close or but it's just like panic you know as if i had already been through a car accident but i haven't mm. like been through a, a very big one like eh, maybe once when i was in high school like i was with this guy i was dating and he he like gently bumped into a car in front of him but i just like freaked out i was like oh my gosh it's horrible i thought we were like gonna die I was like, but anyways um 
yeah it was nothing major and so i was like well maybe it's uh it's a, like a bleed through of some other reality or maybe a past life which that can happen as well which is why a lot of people have these irrational fears of like going into an elevator or something and they don't even know where that's coming from could mm -hmm. be from a past life where you had an accident in an elevator for example like in that yeah. movie i origins if you guys know that movie i origins where the little girl shows this like uh, how she's super scared to go to the elevator so anyways and that's another explanation right and then Siobhan and I discovered that there's yet another possible explanation to these things happening so I'm gonna pass it on to Siobhan because I've already talked too much and so she can tell us what <laughs> happened because I, I can't remember exactly how that came about I think it was you talking about horses right yeah yeah so mm -hmm. on at the weekend I went down to my little spot that I go to when I just want a bit of peace and quiet and that happens to be by a river and there's always these beautiful horses in the field opposite and you and I were talking about stuff I think I was asking you for advice and then I think I sent you a message of um just saying I was looking at the horses and they were like playing and like uh they were like grabbing on each other and like nuzzling each other and then I tagged you in a video where you saw them like with their noses just and it was so cute and yeah. then Ishelle expressed to me that she had a fear of horses and obviously we can link the symbolism to because you know even in um the symbols that I would express when it comes to animal totems I would have the same sort of image as like a horse as being that sort of masculine energy freedom liberation really strong um, and I said that I love horses in fact when I see horses I kind of get a little bit emotional because mm -hmm. I just something about that energy I just love it and um, yeah so then the conversation moved on to the point where I said, even though, I think I told you, even though I love horses, I still, when I was little, I fell off a horse and you'd think that maybe that would put me off. And then a shell happened to mention that she had a really vivid memory of her being on a horse and falling off. And your parents said, no, that absolutely didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was convinced that that had happened to me. And that's, that's why I feared horses. And then later on, I was like, oh, no, well, maybe it's just my fear of men that created that false memory. Because <laughs> you were I, linking the horses with the masculine energy. Yeah, exactly. There's another meaning like uh, in dreams, it can also mean healing energy. So it could mm. also be like, oh, maybe I'm fearing my gift of healing. Or That's true. Yeah. Know. And I so, also and know. Sorry. Mm -hmm. No, no, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I also know someone close to me that has a fear of horses. And I had heard before that if you ask people what animal they fear in life, it says something psychologi psychologically about them and, and their fears. And I know this person very well. And to me, he, he very much says, I fear being free. I fear like having to do or lead myself. Like that's a really mm. big thing for him. So yeah, I was kind of seeing where perhaps that uh, came into play as well, like our, our feared animals. But yeah. you you then telling me that story of how you had this vivid memory was like, hang on a second, there's something going on here. Because then I told Ishelle that I had a very vivid memory as a child of being attacked by a dog 
and having like a bleed or oh, I got bitten on my lip. And later on in life, I asked my dad about it. And he said, that never happened. To which you told me that you did have this yeah, experience. I did when I was like five years old or so. I can't remember exactly, but I was, yeah, that was a very traumatic event for me. So I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, is it, and then you said, is it possible that we picked up on each other's memories and we created mm. them as our own? It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I do believe that that's possible because I mean, there's no other explanation in my opinion for this type of stuff, because it's too much of a coincidence. And the, the day we decide to talk about it, you yeah. decide to talk about the horses and the, then the dog at the same time. This is a message, you know, like just telling us like this is where it came from. And now you guys are resolving that conflict. Yeah, that exactly. In the brain. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I, I see it as like this energetic highway. And if you're an open channel to receive this information, the energy is looking just to resolve itself. And so if you are on a frequency with another that the energy, even if it didn't happen to you, or the memory just needs to be resolved and you guys are open to it, you can just blimp you know and it's done yeah so that's why i just thought like because we've experienced in a group activity how the the field can work through a group of people and when you're so close to each other like we are together um it just made sense to me that this m false memory could come out through us to be expressed yeah it's wild yeah. I got so many chills and I was like, wow, it's crazy because I was convinced for the longest time I had fallen off a horse. You were convinced that you had been, been bitten by a dog. Bitten by a dog, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm sure there's other memories too that are false and that are linked to people that we're close to is what I was thinking as well. Mm. Like even, maybe even the car uh, thing is maybe linked to someone else because – I think you were mentioning this the other day. It's like we have certain uh, connections that are more like higher frequency connections because we can have these kinds of synchronicities with other people maybe. But when it happens between people that are very close in other realms and working together in other realities and these things, it's like they do have a purpose. And it could. we were thinking about maybe it's also some sort of thing that happens with the, the grids and like the energy that we're uh, emitting in each of our positions in the grids as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. so much on this. Hmm. I, I, I feel that way because of those types of things I encounter where I am here. It's like a lot of repetitive um, stories from other people. And I almost see like you're this channel of energy that's like connecting to, I don't know if you want to say the organic frequency or whatever, but I know that people open up to me and they express things and it's like I see the energy move out and then you can kind of anchor in. It's like we're just energy removers, like I'm um, blocking the tapestry so the channels can move and then mm -hmm. we can bring down or we can anchor in a higher frequency or whatever you want to say, but that's how I kind of mm -hmm. see it. But yeah. I think it works very quickly with the likes of you and I and other people we're connected to because we've done a lot of this work and we're kind of more open to receiving. There's so much data everywhere, but um, I feel that we're very intuitive to be able to pick up on these things and move the energy quicker than perhaps other people, you know, in our area. So, yeah, we're like little radio transmitters or something. <laughs> 
Yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, oh, this is linked to that ability to project things, you know, like uh, to project emotions and thoughts with each other through the air, transmit the yeah. air, you know, we've had yeah. this in dreams. It's so interesting. Yeah. I had, I had, oh, last night I had a dream that um, my dad was asking me for the control remote of the television. <laughs> oh, like, and did you give it to him? I said, no, I don't know where it is. And I don't even watch television. Why are you even asking me? Like, like I was upset. <laughs> but he's asking you for control. Yeah, he was asking me. for. Oh, and the thing is, it wasn't so much. I found out in the dream, like in a little, like a little bit later that because I got the image of the control remote, it, what it needed was batteries. So it was like there energy. Was no Yes, energy. And so it was like giving that, yeah, like there's no more energy going that way. And it's like, can you give me more control, please? <laughs> and you have the television, which is the projection. So and, mm -hmm. so I, t I tapped into that because this morning I was like, okay, well, there's all these elements. So what does it really mean? And um, so I got that uh, it was not only about the control and the energy, but also about the way I had been uh, inadvertently influencing him with my feelings and my thoughts, but from the things I picked up from my both of my parents, actually. And then I was transmitting it back. And then it was just this constant looping feedback. Like, oh, gosh, oh, yeah, yeah. I you're this, you're like, like recycling mm -hmm. round in the same frequency, basically. Yeah. And then, of course, when he would pick up on, on certain things and he would just reflect it back to me. And then it's like, but it's like this, it's almost like, let's say like this trauma bond, right? That we create mm -hmm. with our parents. We have this sort of like um, this, these dynamics, right? That are, that happen, especially when we're young and, uh, and we have this attachment, right? And we start creating these anxious attachments or avoidant attachments or whatever type of attachment it is. Um, that's what's going on. So it's like this trauma bond. And then, so the brain gets used to that as being something normal mm. and something that, mm. that it's like, well, when it's not there, it's like, oh, I want it back now. Yeah, so, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. And I also linked it to recent relationships. And you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, it's not, uh, the energy's not like looping the way it was. So it's like, uh, can I have the control back? You know, like, because the person who avoids, the avoidant person will always be the one in control. That's the one who can just easily just leave and leave you abandoned with the feelings because they don't know how to deal with them. Mm. which was my dad's case you know he doesn't he didn't have the capacity to deal with all my emotions because I was picking up from both of them accumulating reflecting back and it's like that was too much for him always so he would avoid it but then that felt like it was like um something that was natural and and subconsciously you don't know these things are happening it's like you know it's no no so. it's your, and your subconscious then will always seek to recreate it, recreate it, recreate yeah. it, because it's all it knows. And it's only when you start having that awareness to see this and be like, hold on a second, we're just fucking repeating this shit over and over again. Yeah. You now have the, you have the power to change that remote control and to change what you see on the television, you know? Right, right. It's like I stood up for myself in the dream. I was like, finally, like upset. Like, why are you? Why am I responsible for this? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, and also, also other things happened in there. But um, 
in relationship to abundance and all this stuff that we've been talking about as well, but that's a whole other topic. Uh, but yeah. I just thought it was just, yeah, very curious, like the whole television thing, because it links back again to what you were saying about how we, um, we easily transmit these signals, especially with people with whom we have a close connection or a high frequency connection. And yeah. it is, it is super, yeah, it's super relevant to things that are happening everywhere on the planet. And it's why we're not also probably why we're not close to each other. Right. Like, um, and physically, because then it's like, it's, it's energetically speaking, there must be something going on there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Imagine like, I feel, feel we have to get to a certain place where we could be, <clears throat> a lot of us could be in the same sort of grid because the amplification of the energy would be like, blah, blah, blah. so <laughs> I feel we have to just, we have to go through this stuff within ourselves first, where yeah. we're at, be it with our family, be it with people that we encounter in our lives all the time. But one thing I've noticed is um, kind of what you're saying actually about this like feedback loop of people that we're with. It takes a lot of patience with yourself and love also because when you start to notice these patterns and then you start changing your behavior to be more your authentic self or whatever, the people that you're with that have always known you as the daughter or the caregiver or the title that they've associated with you, when you start saying, no, that's not who I am, you do get a lot of feedback. And actually, it takes a lot of balls to keep going because you can fall back into it because you just think, well, it's actually really hard to come out of these social groups or these cultural groups. Mm -hmm. um, and it does take practice to keep staying in your stance. But um, you start to feel when you're in your authenticity that you just can't go back to a place where you would discount yourself or not believe in yourself. So the only way is to like keep keep going at it, but it will take some big changes in your life for sure if, if this is the path you want to stick to yeah absolutely yeah you're so right about that yeah so now we got to talking about projections i mean it's like, but it is it is very linked you know to what we're talking yeah. about, to about the false memories and stuff because again it's like you're you're transmitting certain signals of things that you think you fear or yeah like past trauma or whatnot and then when when you talk about it with people and you resolve that conflict, then things shift and we're helping each other shift in so many ways. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like every day when we're discussing something, there's like some sort of like ping in our awareness or something <laughs> where we're like, Oh shoot, that's what's been playing out. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I do think as well, because we spent some time apart, like more recently, that that gave us the space to kind of process things that we'd gone through together over the last year. Mm -hmm. And then you come back to a point where you're like, Hey, Michelle, how are you doing? How, how, how much has changed for you? And then you can kind of like unthread some stuff and speak your truth about certain situations. And yeah, it's just, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. And then also what you said, uh, or I can't remember who said it was you or me, or like um, that we can probably say that in other realities, you are me and I am you. Like we're yeah. living this, yeah, this this reality. It's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm Michelle, but maybe in another one, and my name is Siobhan, and I literally look like you, and I'm doing things that are maybe not exactly the same things, but similar yeah, like, stuff. And yeah. it's like, 
crazy to think that could be possible. But it, I yeah. think it is. Because that's why we said that maybe we have this shared collective consciousness like memory bank and we can all kind of pick in and tune. It's like, say, for example, you're working in an office and you have a team list of stuff that needs to get done. And when you become available, you pick up one of the tasks. It's a little bit like that. So when we become available, when we've done some of our own shit, then we can collect some of the, the collective group stuff and work through it and and the energy is shifted so I think I think that's why we can pick up on these things quite easily between us Mm because it's just sat there waiting to be like ticked off basically oh yeah I love that (laughs) analogy like the office like yeah let's see who's next here oh yeah I can take care of this one that's what I mean it's like right who's available now okay Michelle's gonna handle this this memory from Siobhan that happened when she was three years old because Siobhan is not in the place for that right now boom it's done you know yeah (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) oh wow Mm. like I always say to you we're always working in, on some level, like we're always doing something, even if in our human form, we're just sat there meditating. There's always work going on multidimensionally. So yeah, exactly. I know, right? That's sometimes that is sometimes um, difficult to or yeah, like, we don't want to believe it. Sometimes I feel because it's like, we are so used to having everything physically confirmed. And I'm talking about just people in general, like yeah. everybody wants to have a physical confirmation of things. And sometimes when you think about it, you're like, well, but it's, it's like, like, this person still care about me or why not? It's like, yeah, why are you worrying about it? Like, you know, that quantumly speaking, it's like, if all is good, and everybody is living and unconditional love. And yes, you are loved. And maybe here, it's a little different, or it feels a little different. But mm. it's not. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not what's happening in other realms. And even with us, it's like, we're so far apart here. But we're like, right next to each other in other places, you know, and that's, that's like challenging to to really believe, fully believe sometimes. I don't know how you feel about that, but it's like, oh, sometimes you feel so lonely. Like, oh, you know? Yeah, I do definitely get that. Like the loneliness period where you're just like, feel like a complete outsider in this world and nobody understands you. (laughs) And then you happen to meet people who do understand you and they're on the opposite side of the world and you're like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Yeah, and it's all of the illusion of separation, though. It's like, totally not, yeah, no, yeah, because Ashell and I have these moments, especially when we were like closely working together, where she would just message me and say, "Were you just thinking about X?" And I was like, "Oh, how did you know?" It's like we're just telepathically sending these messages all the time. And yeah, like you say, there is no separation. We've just given ourselves the illusion of it. So yeah, it's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure this will be useful for people out there that might be going through something challenging in their life right now with loved ones or yeah, with people that you feel close to you and that they're maybe not talking to you or whatnot. It's like, as, as long as you still feel them in your field, that means that you're doing other things like in other realities because 
it's like when you think about someone, it's most likely because they are thinking about you as well and vice versa. It's like sometimes it's them, sometimes it's you. And maybe you're not thinking about each other the same way, but there is something going on. <laughs> like you're bringing up stuff for each other. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it is the same. You know, it's cool when we can like, what's the word, like coincide in terms of what we're feeling. And and that's so rare, it seems like to me and like for humans to really... Yeah, coincide. That's the word I think I'm looking for, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, in terms of the level of, uh, let's say, commitment or friendship or whatever it is, or if it's a romantic relationship, it's like, there's always one person that's at a bit of a different frequency. And it's like you were saying with the higher, what's it called? The highways or whatever. Oh, yeah, the highways. Yeah, it's like we're flowing. But to really coincide, it's like, I feel like that's so rare, you know? (laughs) yeah i mean like i had an example of it yesterday when i went out into like this community project thing i out having a like a beautiful walk in the forest i met some really amazing people for Mm. sure but one thing i did really notice is it was like i was kind of on a different in a different wavelength and (laughs) i found it quite challenging to be around such a large group of people who were like what i would say their waves were All right, so we're back. <laughs> we're back. We went out of time just there. Yeah, so we thought we were still recording, but apparently not. So <laughs> from memory, Shavad was talking about her trip to the forest. Um, so maybe just expand a little bit more on that, and then we can <laughs> we can close <laughs> the recording with something else, or I don't know. <laughs> Well, in this present now, what I will say is, I yeah, I went to the forest at the weekend with a group of people, and it was a nice experience for sure. But one thing I just noticed was the the very different um, waves that we were running. Like myself was running on compared to the people I was with. Um, a very kind of frantic energy and I was expecting to come away from this walk feeling like oh refreshed I was in nature but actually what I felt was really um tired and like I had yeah I just felt really exhausted actually I didn't feel refreshed by any means so it's just interesting to recognize like who you're with can really try and affect the frequency that you're you know trying to run on as well so I don't know if you, you must feel like that sometimes when you meet people, right? Yeah, it's like sometimes like I was telling you like disappointing, you know, like it's like mm. you, are, you you meet people then they're pretty cool with you and everything and you hang out. But then after a while, they're just like, actually, we don't really have much to talk about or you want to connect, but you just feel within yourself that it's not like a high frequency connection, like we were saying, right? It's, it's just so different to connect with people which you can, with which you can flow easily and and really understand what's going on in this reality. And well, you know, we're all still learning, of course, but uh, I do feel like there's certain levels to to the game or whatnot and just because of how here we are here and there are certain things that like are let's say um at different like higher or lower frequencies the way we perceive them 
because I, I I don't remember if we were, we were talking about this before we stopped recording, but I was saying <laughs> of how like <laughs> if we're in this reality, we are separated. There is time. There is all these things. It's the illusion of separation, right? And in if we zoom out, we're not. It's like it's all a unified field of consciousness, mm, or we're not. But totally. but yeah, but here it's like it's felt, right? It's like it's kind of like oh, it's sometimes challenging to think uh, like to feel that you're alone. Yes, I remember I was saying that too. Like. To feel like you're alone, even though you're not, because in other realities, we are so close to each other and we're working together. And even the people that seem like in a completely different plane of existence. <laughs> yeah, you meet are... a lot of people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but we're definitely closer in other realms. And it, yeah, it's, um, but yeah, it's definitely challenging and sometimes disappointing because people don't seem to, to get it or, uh, or it's like the but like you were we were saying about the the highway when we're traveling like in a highway as if for me that would like that's like an analogy to our life purpose right we were saying how it's it's really cool to think about it this way it's like you 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 reach a roundabout you decide to go in another route and maybe it's a scenic route or you will meet other people that maybe don't have anything to do with your life purpose here but you will learn a lot of things and Hmm. maybe cry or whatnot but it's always the lessons that are important and you'll experience that and it wasn't maybe necessary but your soul kind of decided and wanted to go that way in order to explore things and then you get back on your path like the highway right and it's like Mm. your true destination so yeah (laughs) yeah no i uh i see that because i have options to do different things right now in my life and i'm trying to energetically feel into what feels the most like aligned to me but yet when I was feeling to certain directions like you say at this roundabout yeah there's stuff that I could go and do then I feel I would learn some cool lessons and meet some cool people but it's yeah it's for me it's at the minute like do I want to have that experience or do I want to do I want to continue with how I want to lead myself and yeah it's just having those um decisions right now but the difference is and I don't know if you've been feeling this lately I feel because I've cleared a lot of stuff out and really got in tune back in tune with my body I'm able to pick up on when my body is saying no and when it's really saying yes and I don't know about you but I can also feel a yes in different areas of my body like the heart this like the sacral solar plexus area not so much the head, actually. It's never in the head. <laughs> it's mm. always between these two parts when it's a yes. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. yeah. But do you feel that too? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely feel that since we've been working more on like system, uh, nervous systems, sorry, nervous system regulation and being more in the body, which is super important, then we're, first of all, more able to pick up on each other's things. Like we were speaking about the false memories and stuff in order to be cleared and seen. Uh, not only that, but also, yes, the emotions just link to, to just daily things and also our own emotions. And me, I get I get chills. I've, I've always kind of felt that that was my way of knowing if something was mm. true, but I, I feel like I'm connecting more again to that. And yeah, and I can just tell like all it just all over my body really. It's like it's I love when you say that. You're like, oh, I got chills. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Whereas uh, for me, it's definitely in my abdomen. 
Mm. Like if some if it suddenly feels tight and constrictive, then I know no 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 this isn't the way the the energy is not flowing for me. Mm-hmm. So that's cool because before yeah. I just didn't have or I had I did have it obviously, but it was just so blocked by all the stuff inside of me um, that it's really cool to have. This is a traffic light system in itself. Oh yeah, stop! Like stop! Don't go there. Stop! You know? Don't go there. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I just wanted to pick up on as well that when you were talking um, about the chills and how we're connected and how we can kind of like express things through each other is that it's been really cool recently that issues that I have had sort of within my subconscious that I was kind of aware of, but then working with Michelle and other people that we know she was able to actually put words to something that I couldn't really express. And that really helped me to open a channel to this, like, you want to say a tra- it was a trauma. It, it en- enabled me to open that channel and to actually express finally this energy that had just been down, buried in there. I just thought that was really amazing because I just struggled to actually communicate what this big blockage was. And you were like, you you tuned into it so hard that, or well, you saw I was just in tears, like it was yeah, unreal. Me too. I, was, I felt so deeply as well. And that's what's yeah. so cool as well about our connections. Like these high frequency connections is that we can do this work and we don't have to do it alone. That's what's amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So mm. cool. So cool. So that's that's the field in action right there as well. Like it's people tuning into it and then they're able to receive a message and we're we're like unblocking all this stuff. Like it's really neat. Yes. Yeah. And we're doing it even when we're not talking with each other sometimes, because when you work on yourself, you also impact other people that are, that are closely related to you. And and maybe later you'll get a chance to like talk about it or or uh, kind of anchor it in, but it's it's there. The influence is there anyway. So just to say, you know, for people listening, keep working on yourself because the more you work on yourself, the more your relationships will change and not mm-hmm. just the bringing in of new ones because of you also improving yourself, but even the people that are very close to you, also family members start shifting. You know, they start all of a sudden maybe wanting to talk to you more. Like my parents, for example, have been more um you know inviting me to come over and wanting to to talk to me even though they don't get half of what i say but it's like it's like their higher selves kind of know that they they're they're needing to work on other things or or we're both yeah needing to connect deeper because we've connected at a certain layer or level to whatever's being uh worked through and then all of a sudden there's another layer and so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like motivating, you know, to keep going with this, with this kind of inner work and regulating our nervous systems to in order to be able to hold more of these emotions, because the more you clear, the more you're able to hold and transmute and, and, uh, and get clearer messages as well. So wow, yeah, I just I feel it so much lately how that's it's improved so much, like, the, the amount of information we can hold. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Ah, it's been really nice talking to you today. <laughs> yeah, I can't really remember the other stuff we were talking about when we were 
in the no time space but um... i know that's okay <laughs> we kind of went on a little bit on a tangent anyways we <laughs> did <laughs> but we did touch on a few things again like the nervous system and the highway a little bit i think we had t- oh. talked more about that but like you met you mentioned the cortisol thing maybe you should say that as well oh now. yeah okay well yeah, the, the nervous system regulation is super important because especially if you guys have been waking up at like 3 a.m., uh, that's because your cortisol levels are already pretty high. So normally this should happen naturally when, for example, at 3 a.m., it just happens. But if your cortisol levels are already high, it's like you're pouring in a, in a cup, right? It's like it's already high, then you pour more and it's like it wakes you up because normally mm-hmm. that's only when it's like already morning and the, the sunlight is coming in that that it should be that high in order to wake you up but if you're waking up in the middle of the night that's because you need to regulate your nervous system and then you know like like we were saying if if you work on that then it 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 helps open up so many other like your channels and so many other things uh in order to yeah like we were saying like receive more messages hold space for your own emotions and other people's emotions as well so that is definitely super important like the cortisol levels that's like this, you know, it's a stress, it's a stress hormone, basically, but it is needed in order for us to, you know, activate and wake up, for example, at certain levels, it's very good to have. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you. Yeah, uh, I, I when I was going through like heavy periods of stress and depression, I would wake up regularly at 3am for sure. Me too. Or around yeah. that time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah and then people were saying stuff like oh that's like um something like a what were they saying about a, a portal or some sort yeah, of thing like connection a... to the, the spirit world <laughs> <laughs> bunch of spiritual people being stressed out oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i mean that could hold some truth to it as well but there is a thing, right? It's like everything has like different truths and different angles we can see it from. But it is true that there the, the cortisol levels are, are going up. That's also true, you know. That's, mm-hmm. For <laughs> and sure, and that's important to notice and to take care of it. You know, take care of our bodies, our, bo- our bodies, <laughs> bodies. Oh <laughs> uh, 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 well. I think we can start wrapping it up. It seems like we've touched on several things and like maybe other things that were not like part of the main topic, but were still important to say for those people listening. So, Mm. yeah. So just to bring it back to the the main topic. So what kind of false memories might you have that could be linked to somebody that you know, or maybe a past life or something that's searching to be cleared or yeah, a conflict that, wants to be resolved so yeah take a moment to think about those things and and ask questions to yourself like how can i resolve this or why is this here you know it's nice to ask ourselves questions and then we we do get answers just Mm -hmm. a matter of really tuning in and like we were saying and if your system is regulated and and you are um, in a space where you can receive this information then you will especially if it holds a lot of emotions Mm. so yeah it's uh it's all linked i love how everything we said is actually very linked <laughs> super linked super <Yeah>. highways <laughs> super highways 
So are you taking the highway or the freeway? I was like, no, wait, is that the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I kind of. The highway or the the the, the side roads or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the the scenic road. <laughs> oh, you guys say routes, don't you? The, I think the side so. routes. Not, it was you guys, huh? <laughs> like I don't no. know you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Well, with your like kind of American upbringing, you guys say sure. routes. I guess I, you know, like I could say that I'm more American for sure, but sometimes I'm, I'm not so sure. Like I know, like certain things that I should know. Like. Some things you say is just sounds so American. I know, I know. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> One day I might sound more British. I don't know, like, British, British. This is a show over and out. <laughs> out. Is it nearly gone? <laughs> I yeah. Sometimes I just have these moments where I just kind of yeah throw out other accents. But honestly, yeah, I think I have a mix of a lot of things, and it's a weird kind of an accent that people don't understand where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yours is definitely very much from London, though, right? Like, I guess it's in it's. That's the word. Uh, and, yeah, there's no. But doubt. then, proper Londoners would say that I sound like I don't sound like a Londoner. If that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because you've gotten like a little bit more British or Brit uh, Irish. <laughs> no, no, there's no Irish in here. Like no At way. All. Okay. No, well, no. But that's um, but they would definitely say I was like some southern person, but not like <laughs> not not American southern. <laughs> <laughs> English southern oh, yeah okay. it's all good though like I like my accent you know it's chilling yeah it is what it is <laughs> yeah oh I wanted to tell you about something but that's totally off topic we can stop the recording and I just want to tell you a, a short story okay. totally off topic so thank you guys for listening <laughs> thank you everyone much love and blessings see you on the next episode ride those Have waves Yep, that's your dream. <laughs> <laughs>